Thanks for tuning in to this week's Wrestle This podcast with Rich Montavo, Mr. Fancy Pants himself, uh, Lord Fancy Pants you. This week we have another quick list we missed last week, but we're going to try to make up for it, kind of talk about the last two weeks with Raw and SmackDown. Uh, so to start it off, we have uh, the rivalry that will be starting off between Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston. On our last podcast, we talked about how great it was to see Big O kind of uh, make his debut and be part of the New Day, but that did not last long. Kevin Owens went back to his pretty much normal ways, uh, and he turned on the New Day, and now him and Kofi will be in a nice kind of rivalry, and it's great to see Kofi be given someone who is as big, no pun intended, as Kevin Owens, um, and I'm really excited about it should be a very good setup for the two of them and it, I'm glad that it's coming soon with Money in the Bank. I would have liked to have seen Kevin kind of do some great work as he was doing with just being super cheery and everything. It's he's a, Him doing a kind of like family man angle was kind of great to see but we'll see where this goes and it should be fun. Uh, next up we have Becky Swagger and uh, there's just something that's caught me the last two weeks and it's how Becky's always been but with her with those two belts and yeah there's a cheesiness of Becky two belts and everything but when it comes on to it watching her and her being on this stage that she's on seeing just a small thing she does just makes all the difference into being that dare I say it stone cold type person and there I know there's plenty of folks that kind of draw the parallels between the two of them but she's her own beast and when it comes down to it the way she just reacts to everything around her there's never any wasted motion or reaction time when it comes to her one thing in particular was a couple weeks ago when Braun he had put someone through uh, one of the stages and Becky walked by her music started playing and she walked by and there was a stop and a smirk and kind of a shrug shoulder that was just unique to her and it was I don't know maybe it's just me overlooking it but it is great to see her get this stage and just kill it every single time she's out there and her doing dub double duty hasn't made a difference one bit she's just firing on all cylinders um it was also great to see that it's been announced that she'll be fighting not only charlotte not only um lacey evan It'd be both of them on the night of money in the bank and it's great to see that they're not using this as an excuse for just funness when it comes to those two belts it's actually something that she it's going to show her being more of a badass basically um so next up we have the fact that money in the bank there was no build-up there was barely a mention prior to this week uh out of nowhere it was just announced alexa uh bliss went out there she stood up she started announcing names for both the men and the women they came up there was a little spiel between folks and a little bit of like just banter but when it came down to it it was just that and done no build-up, no matches, no kind of rivalries going into it. No one striking a pose. Like, we don't need them to point at a WrestleMania sign or a Money in the Bank sign or at the damn uh, Money in the Bank briefcases. But something, anything kind of building up and making this feel like a great pay-per-view. If anything, there's the big four and then there's Money in the Bank. I would say it's like a fifth contender for being one of the top pay-per-views of the year it's a very interesting way 
of a, a basically an interesting gimmick for a match and to it could be it can come out great and everything but meanwhile it just feels like a second thought right now it's kind of a bummer to to kind of see it just announced that way and even on smackdown that's what they did they, there was no announcement there was no one going out there and talking about the guys or the gals no it was a title card it just showed everyone on the screen who was going to be at money in the bank and that's it now uh, to me it just doesn't make sense why not use the time they had other matches with those folks the people that were announced in matches but there was they could have used it as part of some kind of a qualifying but nope they didn't do that so that was kind of a bummer this week uh so next up uh we have kind of uh the, the very rough situation uh it's kind of it's hard to talk about because a lot of it's rumor because no one really talks about what's actually going on. But it is the fact that there are some superstars who have had extra months tacked onto their contracts. And it just happens those folks who have complained about their contracts or have complained about not being utilized correctly by creative have suddenly had six months, three months, suddenly tacked on to the end of their contracts as a result or at least while uh, they were making those complaints. So it seems like possible punishment for even daring to uh, kind of question the WWE and its practices when it comes to kind of focusing on just some folks and just leaving other people just laying aside and barely use and not really used to their potential. And yeah, sure, everyone has their own views on what that potential should be. Being given a chance it would give more variety to the show, if anything, to have all those folks all rotated and not have the same three matches in different forms every week. Oh, it'll be this guy versus this guy, but this time it'll be this third guy against the first guy, but then it'll be the... No, it's dumb. It, it, it seems like they have this huge, I don't know, to put it in a different way, a pantry of just people to use, and they're just choosing the same three ingredients out of that pantry instead of using what they actually have. So it's a bummer if it is true, then it's just a tactic to get them further away from all elite and not able to, which it feels like a lot of folks will be doing, kind of cutting, cutting away and going there and uh, seeing if they have a chance. Um, so uh, next up is, since I was just talking about Luke Harper, uh, I could talk about Bray Wyatt now and his Firefly Funhouse premiered last week and it was just great. Uh, it was... A different take on who Bray was there was still a sinisterness to it and yes it was extremely goofy and awkward and that feels like what it should be it's putting you off you're not sure exactly what's off the first time uh, he had pulled out that chainsaw and he cut his old picture of himself and that was sinister maybe not sinister it, it I didn't know what to expect but that's what I would want right now I want a a different thing from Bray where it's not what I normally expect. Not the Bray riot that we normally hear talking to. No, this is more of a different take on a very creepy guy and you don't know what's going to happen. The puppets, I can kind of... Eh. But I'm willing to see where this goes and that's the first time I can... Well, no, I've said that over and over again about Bray. Bray's one of my favorite wrestlers. I feel it sucks. I just feel that over the years he's just he's gotten so close to just greatness and then it's just they decide to just like i was talking about before creative creative just seems to give up on some folks and then focus on others and it's a bummer but 
I am excited to see that Bray is getting this focus on him, and I definitely want to see where it goes. Uh, next up, uh, we have the results of my kind of freak out last uh, podcast regarding the Viking experience, like plenty of folks out there. It seemed like a travesty of a name. Um, thankfully, uh, WWE had experienced a change of heart, and they are going with the Viking Raiders for the team. Um, I'm glad to see that. It, I'm not saying that they're listening, but it makes a lot more sense. It's still not a great name. But it's not that awkwardness of just experience. But they did make sure that the Viking uh, Raiders, their finisher is called the Viking Experience. It's like a kind of pop-up powerbomb between the two of them. And it, it looks great, but of course the announcers have to make sure to say it. And there, there almost seems to be a pause when the announcers are trying to say who they are. It seems like they want to say experience and have to catch themselves to say Raiders. So I, I'm hoping that one of them slips and be kind of funny um but that's it for that it's i'm just hoping that uh they get a little more focused right now it's just squash matches to just show them off and we'll see where it goes uh next up is bailey uh she seems to be the winner of this shakeup. there's plenty of other ones there's plenty of folks that have made that switch and have shown just been given a, a different look out uh, look at like just their wrestling and who they can wrestle with but with Bailey specifically it seems like she's shed that Bailey buddiness that was kind of haunting her from NXT where she was creepy kind of in NXT with the way she wanted to quote unquote hug people or be that super friendliness when she went to WWE I think in a way the creative just kind of saw her as just this bright baby face of wanting to hug people and be goofy when there was a hardness to Bailey in NXT. There was her throwing her body. She wanted to be a superstar with all her might. She was basically a fan becoming a wrestler, and that, that was great to see. Now, she's a badass wrestler who's ready to wrestle. It's almost like a turn like with Becky where it's a little seriousness. Right now, it's at the beginning. We'll see where it goes, but... It's great to see Bailey wrestling. It's not her going through the motions like it was. A lot of times she was just losing anyway. So, like, how much can you put into a losing match? I'm sure she did great, but half the time it seemed like, oh, okay, here's a, here's this elbow. Here's me jumping off the rope. Okay, time to be pinned. So I, it's great to see her given some space um, to kind of find a new way with her uh, character. Um Speaking of characters, next up we have Sammy. Sammy Zayn, who I was very excited to see premiere, come back. But it's sad to see that he is just a, another version, pretty much, of Daniel Bryan's gimmick. Where Daniel Bryan, it was kind of rough to begin with, just like Sammy's is right now. But there was, it felt like heart, and there was a lot more behind Bryan's kind of turn. It, it was a very sinister take on someone we really love with Sammy. People haven't loved him in a while. It's more so memories we have of Sammy Zayn. It's what Sammy used to be, what he was able to do. Granted, he was out for a little bit, but prior to that, he was going against Lashley and that whole Lashley sister gimmick. Ugh, that, that was a long time ago, and it was exciting to see him come back. I was hoping something would happen, but right now he is just spouting random words that have nothing to do with what the modern day product is. He's talking about critics or whatever. Yeah, there's 
there's critics out there, but it, it this almost sounds like Vincent McMahon trying to say the critic. It's just it seems like an awkward way to say what I think what they're trying to get a, a, across with the character, the kind of heat they're trying to get, instead of just being that that hate for a uh, sinister guy kind of making fun of what you love. Instead, it, it's it's just like go home heat. You want you want to get him off the TV. You want to get him away. It kind of sucks, but. We'll see. Hopefully Simon can pull it out. Next up is the Hardy Boys. Jeff, he... I'm not sure if it's a real injury. My guess it's probably not. Uh, and a little altercation with Sullivan. Uh, Lars Sullivan kind of... Uh, did he, did, he did a run-in. It was a lot last week. Uh, during one of their matches. And didn't didn't seem like he did much. But they're definitely playing it off. Uh, that his uh, finisher move, finishing move uh, kind of took out Jeff and the Hardy Boys had to relinquish their titles, basically. There wasn't much, I don't know, like drama to it or anything. They just literally just gave up the, the belts and they gave it to the the referee or the timekeeper's uh, hands. They just passed it off and that was it. They gave up and then Sullivan came out and uh, I believe it was uh, R-Truth came out of nowhere and kind of jumped in as well it was it was just another story for Sullivan that's all it feels like I'm not sure what they're going to do with those tag teams there's not that many those titles there's not that many people left when it comes to the Smackdown lineup when it comes to uh tag teams they got rid of a lot they split up the bar they got rid of the Usos they when it comes to picking up like they lost sanity also I'm trying to think they have heavy machinery um but I'm pretty sure they're on a they're on SmackDown. So there's not really that much competition. I believe uh, the Colognes are in there. So when it comes to those belts, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Um, but it sounds like Jeff is hurt, but it was a prior injury. So he might be actually getting surgery. So we'll have to see where it goes. And it was great to see them together. It was great to see them in their old costumes. And it feels like this is like towards the end of their kind of career, kind of twilight of it. And it's... Great to see that they can still hold their own and kind of kick butt with along everyone else. And uh, let's see, this is the last one of our quick list this week. And it's for uh, a former member of The Shield, a gentleman who decided to leave the WWE uh, literally just a couple weeks ago. And that's Dean Ambrose. He released a video on his Twitter account yesterday. It was interesting it was kind of a short movie um just kind of started off in a prison it was just you would have to see it for yourself it's more evocative there's not really anything he says throughout it all it's just music it's him punching walls in a prison and him breaking out of that prison literally by punching and leaning into the wall um, which is, of course, the WWE and him getting loose and him getting some barbed wire, taking it back to the CZW days that he kind of grew up on, and just getting back to that base of the Moxley uh, character. Um, I haven't mo watched much of it, but it always seemed that Dean had a lot more potential that just never paid off due to the constraints, I guess, of the WWE and the type of wrestler he was. Sometimes those things just don't mix as much as you want them to. Same thing with the the old ECW guys. Not all of them could make that transition when it came to going from hardcore to 
as dumb as it sounds, softcore, where you're not bleeding as much, where you're not literally trying to hurt someone, you're just making it look like you're really, really hurting someone, hurting them some. And that's what it came down to with more of the WWE's type of hardcore wrestling, where you're not trying to kill that person. Like, they, there's less chance of hurting that person on the other side. There will be times, but they've gotten better with that type of stuff. But Dean, chances are he doesn't want that. He, he's a method wrestler. He needs to be in there. He has to be uh, acting out. Um, I am hoping that this is a good step for him and gives him the room to kind of explore exactly what makes him excited about being a wrestler. Um, with that video, there are some points where that hint at uh, 25, which is the date of uh, All In. So there's a very good chance, uh, All In too, rather, um, there's a good chance that Dean might be going there. So another WWE person will be possibly joining those ranks and being given the the hopefully freer reign of doing what they want. Um, putting out a product that they're proud of and matches that thrill them and, and give them a reason to be the wrestlers that we all know they are and will continue to be uh, if given a chance. So I'm really excited and hoping that uh, Dean comes out of, on top on this one. Uh, well, that is this week's quick list with Rich Montalvo. Um, I'm glad you uh, listened to this uh, Wrestle This Podcast. Thank you. And uh, you can join us at WrestleThisPodcast.com, WrestleThis2 on Twitter, and WrestleThisPodcast on Facebook. Thank you very much, and you have a great week.